Welcome to Positive Play, I'm Josh. I'm Matt. I was going to tell you this fact about two weeks ago, but I kept forgetting and I was like, our time on the podcast. Right, go on Spotify. Uh, does it matter if it's app or the desktop version or not matter? Uh, I think you can do it on the app. Uh, just one second, let me confirm that. In fact, you can, uh, you can all follow along at home to this. Oh, I think game might be a bit of a... Uh, no, you can do it on your phone. Um, and then type in It's My Life by Bon Jovi. Very famous, famous song there, by Great band. Yeah. Okay, and then go on it so you can view the song. Um, press the three little dots and go to song credits. Song credits, yep. Yeah. And then read out who that song was written by. Oh, Max Martin. Yeah. No way. Well, that explains why it absolutely slaps. So there's a um, playlist on Spotify of because I was updating like the work playlist, and I found this is Max Mine. So he's got his own this is playlist, and I was nice. on it. And s- some of the songs on there, like I, I obviously you know what are his songs. If you don't know, he's a very famous like music producer. He's done. Ariana Grande, Katy Perry, loads of people. So this but it's is weird, isn't it? He's, he's, he's famous, but he's not. Like, his music oh, yeah. is really famous, but he just likes to stay in the shadows. Um, so the, these are the songs on this playlist. Baby One More Time by Britney, I Went That Way by Backstreet Boys, Hot and Cold Katy Perry, Blank Space Taylor Swift, Since You've Been Gone Kelly Clarkson, Blinding Lights The Weeknd, like, huge songs. Um, the playlist has 1,800 likes. This is Max Martin. No um, way. But I was on here like, thinking, like, wow, he's, as if he did like some of these. I didn't realise he was like sort of working on songs that were that popular that long ago. But yeah, th- like his credits are insane. It's Gonna Be Me by NSYNC. Dynamite <laughs> Tayo Cruz. Shit, that, I feel like that's a... Uh... That's a a, a a blot on his uh, work. It was a very big song, though. It was, yeah. Uh, oh, there's so many songs. But yeah, I was on here, I was looking like, what? It's my life, yeah. Uh, when You're Looking Like That by Westlife. Ah, oh, well, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> well, there you go. So I'm starting the show with the facts this week. When you're looking like that, that, that. That's not a bad one. There's, I mean, there's... It's not his why best, do, but... Why Why does this keep seem to, have to happen to me that Westlife seem to keep playing Manchester Arena and then people always tell me, oh, we're going to see him Westlife. And then I've got to be like, nice. Oh, they're saying that if it were Backstreet Boys, I would be excited. I don't think if anything else interesting has happened. Because I feel like my life has just been watching the World Cup. Same. But, and, you know, we're not a football podcast. That's true. So we, could, we should really limit the amount of football we talk about. But I think when it's an international tournament, I was going to say they only happen every two years, but recently it's been every year. <laughs> In the last... <laughs> so, well, really should... Matt Healy has started kissing fans during oh, Rogers. Yes. Should we do 975 news? <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> I mean, this is like people love this stuff, like him getting off with random people, and he seems to he really seems to have uh, been not specifying by gender at the moment either. Good for good for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're the on tour in America at the minute. Yeah. Oh, it's all fine. It's all right. Then. Actually, you know what? I found out the other day that um, gay marriage isn't actually a hundred percent legal in the United States. There's only it's state by state. Yeah. So there are some states where it's illegal, which I'm surprised yeah. at. Well, I say I'm surprised. I'm not. Sure, that's Bible Belt like, territory. Yeah, USA, not America, because that's a continent. USA has got like such disparity in its social views, hasn't it? You got some mm. people that are just like ultra liberal, some people that are just ultra conservative. I don't know if it's just because they shout the loudest, but it just doesn't seem like you ever hear from anyone that's in the middle. Like bad telly, in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're right. Imagine that if you just got people on like just being like reasonable and going well there's nuance involved with this argument well it's boring that nuance just be extreme the it's like uh the neutral people yeah from future if i don't make it tell my wife hello <laughs> <laughs> it's a beige alert <laughs> um i don't like yeah i mean what fans are gonna love it might be getting off with people on stage um Drek and jamie's had a word said look people are just getting a bit bored of you do something different you know you you stand yeah. you've got a high standard you've set a high standard but now people expect that you just need to do something to mix it up a bit i bet you kiss maybe, someone maybe it was like right mate we've we've done raw meat um yeah. so we're gonna have to do something a bit different though uh, I don't. Do you have an opinion on it? I realise that, you know, saying that I don't have an opinion on something they've done probably isn't the best podcast content. But I just started like, yeah, cool. You know, it works only because it's him. Like, yeah, I feel like to me it's not news. Like, I wrote, I feel like if I went to that gig and it happened, I'd probably talk about it once and then never think about it again. But yeah. People just, I think it's because of the the fans that idolise him, don't they? Or do they? I don't know. But I, I think what I'm saying is I'm at an age where I'm like, couldn't get me on that stage kissing him. God, I'm here. <laughs> In the crowd with a seat. Um, whereas obviously the, the vast majority of the audience probably be quite jealous. Yeah, I think... I don't know. I I don't really like. I just sort of think he's doing it as a bit of a laugh. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't think he's. Yeah. I don't think he. I don't think he means anything by it. Like I don't think it's any kind of like political statement he's making. Especially getting off with that lad. I just think he's doing it for a bit of a laugh. Yeah, I agree. It's it's just part of the show, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I really don't think there's much to look into it. Really. The uh, at the. At the gigs, however, give yourself a try seems to remain as the closer. Which uh, they've played a few more since we last talked about it. I think they've played a few more like Paris. They've played 
I always want to die sometimes. I think they, I don't know if they were playing that before. Um, That's a good closer. I that'd be a great closer, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, be my mistake. They've been closing the first half of the set with that. Uh, Falling for you. So there's a few more songs they've introduced. It's still a great set list. Like, you know, I'd be coming away from it going like, oh, they played I Always Want to Die, not Matty Got Off with someone. <laughs> yeah, same. And if they play, if they open with the city, the rest of the set list won't oh. matter to me. I'd be like, brilliant, you've ticked that box for me. It's like 2013 all over again. Uh, have you done the little um instagram like festival lineup oh list. yeah 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 have you done it who, who are your headliners so headliners are you ready sure the I'm. 1975 on tuesday what a surprise wednesday we've got harry styles nice thursday we've got sigrid ah, i thought laney would be top three um Laney must be on here. Yeah, Laney. Laney on Wednesday, second tier. Uh, we've got Blink-182, Laney and Gorillaz. You know what, actually, I think the reason I didn't Ooh. post it, because I looked at it and gone, this isn't accurate. I don't think mine's fully accurate. I don't I don't know what it's going off. It can't, it can't be the year. It must have been like the last month or something. Yeah, well, you can change it. So mine's the last six months. Oh, right, okay. I was saying that I don't feel like I've listened to Paramore much soon. Uh, soon, recently, and Paramore are on it. Um, yeah. Although mine is like, my really is sort of like, for a dollar, name a woman. <laughs> <laughs> if you go, if I click on my all time one, so my last six months is Sigrid Harry Styles, 1975, but my all time is the 1975 Blink 182 and Laney. Uh, I didn't realise that was a... Oh, okay. The 975.182 in Laney? Yeah. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Someone... Oh, so the, the other night I ended up... Um, I ended up working um, at, at liquor store a little bit. And oh, there was a guy... Yeah, Yeah, so it was the 10th anniversary and I was going to go in... And they were very busy, and uh, and and this there was going to be a thing where if you'd worked there at any point, you were going to do like like they were going to you were going to jump behind the bar for like an hour, and it's going to be like a through the year sort of thing. But it didn't really work out, and I, I was working before anyway, so I went after my shift, and it was really busy, and we were like, oh, should we jump on? Should we help? And then I just ended up working for like two hours. There's a guy there wearing a beret, and I had a Santa hat, and so I was like, do you want to swap hats? So I uh, so I'm there wearing this beret. Um, so basically, it was two o'clock in the morning. I had a beret on. I mm. had a because like the, the uniform at like his daughter's collared shirt, and okay. I didn't I didn't have one with me, so I borrowed one, which was too small for me. So I had a beret, a shirt that was far too small for me. It was two o'clock in the morning, and my hair was everywhere. And this girl was like, "Oh, you look French," and I was like, "All oh, right, well, you know, I did French for three years at high school. I'll just start speaking French." I was like, "We, oui, madame." Uh, bonjour, and forgot everything, forgot all the French that I knew. And I was thinking, oh, this is, I had to have been, if you just said you look Spanish, that would have been better. I would have been able to speak more Spanish. Turns out I don't know any French anymore. 
I know that um, Lagar is a train station. Like I haven't, I went to France once when I was very young, so I don't remember in speaking any French like at all. Um, so yeah, it turns out that on the spot I don't know French. En face la cathédrale, which means facing the cathedral. <laughs> I remember that from uh, giving and receiving directions. <laughs> I should have said to her something like, well, I can't take your order, but I can tell you that I have blue eyes, I have one sister, and my hobbies include going to the cinema. VVT <laughs> <laughs> is a mountain bike. <laughs> Excellent. Should we start the show? Uh, yes. We. We. See. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. See. Yeah. Hold tight. There we go, yeah. My fa- Thank that's you. one of my favourite um, Spice Girls facts. That, that just means, yes, 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 hold tight. Mm. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. We are at the 975 pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to email us, you can at positplayerpod at gmail.com. Is there anything to discuss? Uh, I don't think there is. Keep listening away to the episode. <laughs> Um, this week we are talking about O'Caroline. I've been suicidal, you've been gone for weeks. If I'm undecided, you decide for me. Maybe I'll do anything that you wanna. I'll try anything that you wanna. I'll try. Right, in that case then. Oh, Caroline. <laughs> du, du, du. Go on, what are you, you start. What do you think? The, where am I going with this? This album has no peaks and troughs, does it? As we've already established. It's just really good. And if I, I feel like in some respects that becomes a weakness to the album, that it doesn't have... It doesn't really take you on much of a journey. It's just a solid start-to-finish album. Um, I'm going off piste a bit, but I suppose what I'm saying is it doesn't jump out at me, but it is really good. I think this is one of those songs that they have, and this might be, you know, maybe in time, you know, this opinion will be refined, but... This is one of those songs where like the baseline quality of the 1975 is so high that to me songs that relatively don't seem that I'm not that enthusiastic about are really good songs. This is that. Yeah. Like this is yeah, a really same. good song. Like but I'm just sort of a bit like mm, yeah, it's pretty good. Like yeah, same. I don't understand why when this album came out everyone was absolutely Buzzing the tits off for this one. I was yeah. like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I, I, I'm like that as well. Um, because, like, it's followed happiness, looking for somebody to love part of the band. Like, damn. Like, yeah. and, and then it goes to this, and it's a bit like, oh, it's not quite the same level. Like, it's a bit... I think it's sort of... It has features that are recognisable in terms of the 1975's earlier work. And I think that might be why 
when it first came out, people, the, the first reaction was like, oh, this is so good because there's, you know, there's things in it that are evocative of like, you know, first two albums. But I just don't think the song is there. Like it's, again, relative bar. I still really enjoy it. I think it's really good. It's catchy. Like I like all the instrumentation on it, but I just songwriting what and like I say catchy because you get the chorus line stuck in your head. But I think there's better like hooks, let's say, throughout other songs on the album. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I struggle to have passion for it. Because mm. it's just it's just really good. It, it is just really good. And it's like <laughs> tempo wise, like it's not really the the fastest. Let let's um I am interested to know and now everyone's gonna have to hear me tap on my space bar as I work out the tempos of this song. I okay. enjoy listening to you tapping your space bar, so go ahead. <laughs> okay, here it comes. 96 BPM, which is only chocolates about 100. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I will just clarify that. You know what? I'm listening to it now. Obviously, I've listened to it quite a few times. I listened to it just before I started recording. And I feel like it doesn't leave you with a lasting memory of how good it is. Like, I'm listening to it now, and I'm like, this is well better than I remembered. It just uh, doesn't hook you. Chocolate, yeah, chocolate is around 100 BPM, so it's only like 5 BPM slower than chocolate, but it, I just feel like there's no, like, drive to it, this song to me. It's just a no. bit washy. Like, you say, like, the, the lasting memory part, I don't really get, like, whenever I listen to this, like... I think when I listen to the album now, to me, this is just a song between part of the band and um, I think I'm in love with you. Yeah, correct. Uh, which is not called I think I'm in love with you. It's called I'm in yeah. love with you. Oh, yeah. Pop <laughs> um, fans. It's, it's what's it called? It's, I don't know, it's just good. Like, you know, again, relative bar, but it's like, there's not much drive to it. Like, I, I, you know, v BPM isn't everything when it comes to like energy in a song. But like, I just listened to like, and like a little bit of chocolate then when I was working that out. And I was just like, oh, there's just so much more energy to it. There's just so much more going on to it. Mm. It drags a bit this for me, but like, I like everything about it, but I just, it just doesn't leave much of an impression on me. No, I, I agree. It's, <clears throat> it just leaves you a bit flat, doesn't it? Um, there's just nothing, no lingering memory of it, apart from the chorus, which is fine. Yeah. That's I, it. I, I, and I, I don't know if it's that the song sort of starts and then you just get the vocal and the piano and then like i feel like the first two seconds are really promising <laughs> yeah i know what you mean um and i, I don't know if it's like because when it's when there's just like the piano bit right at the start 
and it kicks in. I, I don't know if I subconsciously am expecting it to kick in more than it does. Because mm. everything just feels like it's just a bit restrained. And like, yeah. I don't... I think I think it's like, for my tastes, I think it's missing something. I think, you know, in terms of... I think in terms of album flow, I don't think it's... I think it's clever to go from part of the band, which is almost like an epic that needs concentrating on, to then to go to this, which is just like a pretty good pop song, to then I'm in love with you, which I think is the best kind of like more single effort like on the <laughs> album. So I think to, to come in between them two, I think that is clever. Like... I think why what, what I do like about it though, like I think all the instrumentation sounds great. Like the guitar tone is classic Han. Yeah. I feel like even the outro let's just check. Sorry, I just went silent then while I was listening. <laughs> Not great uh, radio or podcasting, but I just decided I'm gonna stop speaking. And just listen to music instead. Um, yeah, even the outro, the outro, I was listening to it earlier. And it's just, that's what was my thought. It's just classic can. And it's just so subtle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is a lot of subtlety in it that doesn't. Yeah. But maybe like, we're just not sophisticated enough to truly appreciate this song. May, maybe not. But like, it's pretty good. But I don't know. It's just. I, I, I just, yeah, I think hard to get the passion about it is probably the most um, accurate way to describe it. I think in terms, like, comparing that to just the very start of I'm In Love With You as well, the guitar tone is probably similar, but... Yeah, I could easily get these two mixed up. But for me, there's just way more, there's way more song in I'm In Love With You. Like, this is... Yeah. It's, it's cool, it's got cool sounds. And it is good. It's it's a nice listen, but it's just I don't believe there's that much there. Like unless yeah, we, and I think live. I think they are. Let's just double check. Like I'm certain they will be playing it, um, but it is nice to be accurate. Uh, which I weren't when I said the song title before. <laughs> uh, I'm in love with you. So what day? Oh, so last night they played the Kia Forum at Inglewood, USA. Yeah, so they played it. They're playing the album pretty much the first half in order. So it does come between part of the band and I'm in love with you, which I think live would really work. Yeah. But then I just, I just think like when after this album cycles over, I, just, I can just see it dropping out. I think they've got way more. <laughs> so, you know, there's like, oh, wow. Phoebe Richards played milk with them. It's, you know, on, no, that's um, a tune. Almost that is a tune. Now that's got energy. That's got something about it. On 
Setlist FM, you know what? They have like little notes next to the songs sometimes. So like, yeah. I like America. It's the real world version. It's this like acoustic version they're doing of it. So Milk, it says with Phoebe Bridges. And uh, Robbers, the note is, Matty Kisses Ross. <laughs> I've seen that on Twitter, but <laughs> I've not seen like any footage or picture of it. But in my head, Ross is just mind his own business. <laughs> Roofing away his base, and then it just gets some lips planted on him. It's like, oh, didn't expect that. <laughs> well, he's gone mad with getting off with people. Yeah. Um. So I was like, yeah, like the. I sort of know what you mean that the the first two seconds are almost a misnomer in terms of what's about to come. Yeah. It's um, and I think I think the production of it is is very good because I I think all kind of like all facets of instrumentation are like have time to like shine like in the chorus yeah. you can really hear like the bass stick out. Um, I think the sort of the drum pattern is interesting and like the kind of the way I don't know what the exact word would be to use to like kind of because the drive is wrong of the song because i don't i don't necessarily believe drive is the right word to explain it but i mean like the kind of the percussion elements and the way that they sort of like pin down the song i think that's a clever pattern mm. like i think it's a clever way of doing it like that that's an awful explanation. We've been doing this show for over 100 episodes, and that's the best I can come up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anything, we probably need some uh, music theory lessons, don't we? Yeah, that really would help. I bet music theory isn't that bad. Um, but yeah, like there's, there's elements that I like about it, like, and I, it's so listenable. But I think that's it. Like, I, Do you know what? I, another way, when I put this song on, I don't really concentrate. Whereas... yeah. When I put part of the band on, I'm like, I I am listening. You know what? I feel there's quite a lot on this album, which I don't concentrate for. And it's think... weird that I feel like it's so credible and there's so much merit to a lot of the songs on this album, but they just don't grip me. I think some of them, I think, will like grow in time. I think I think there are a lot, especially in the latter half of the album. I think there are a lot of growers. Um, I don't believe. I think this has reached the ceiling with how much I'm going to like this song. To me, it's always going to be a good track in between two great tracks on the album. Yeah. Well, that's that then. Have you got any more to say about it before we get into lyrics? Uh, no, I think what we should do, though, is I think we should just have a listen through one more time and collect our thoughts. Do we want a simultaneous listen so we both press play at the exact same time? Well, let's do it. I'm ready to go. If you want to count us down. Okay. Three, two, one, play. I love that. Oh. Speaking of music theory, oh. yeah. 
I think we do need a music uh, music theory opinion. <laughs> it's super. Oh my god. Podcast fans, we've got our first unofficial guest of the season. Ladies and gentlemen, the super late night. Hello, everyone. Woo, 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 woo. Um, I don't know why I'm waving at Matt. I'm just waving at Matt. <laughs> Do you want it? You... Play honey. <laughs> you can't eat. I've play got my headphones honey. in. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's, Matt's requesting you play honey. When? Right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> you were supposed to guest on this show, but timings didn't work out, let's yeah. say. So you're just in our kitchen making yourself a drink. Um, <laughs> do you want to come over and give your quick opinion on old Caroline? Because do you want to know our opinion on it first, or do you want to just give yours and then? No, I'd like to know yours first. Um, well, we both think it's all right. Yeah, we think it's all right. We're not, we you think, think it's just all right. We think that the there's a lot of the instrumentation is really good there's a lot to like about it it's kind of catchy but we both don't we're not that passionate about it and we it feel doesn't leave they, a lasting impression it doesn't leave a lasting impression matt just said there's, it's lacking a bit of energy we think i i agree to be to be to be honest um i would say it's i i, I think it's i'm gonna give it more credit than you guys are giving it because I, I, I think it's a wonderful piece of music. I think it's really well constructed, well written. It grooves as well. Big up uh, big up George Daniel. It's got a real like nice because it's not it's not too heavy tempo wise, but it's I, I think it's got a real it's nice ninety-six BPM, we just worked that out. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's it, it even well, there you go. It's got a real nice flow to it, even though it's quite on the uh um slow not slow but on on the uh sort of easy side of 1975 it's only five bpm slower than chocolate is it Mm. ah that's got a real that's chocolate's got a real push to it yeah but that's crazy isn't it like this sounds so relaxed i think it has has, uh like similar vibes to africa by toto (laughs) <laughs> and oh, also yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar See what you vibes mean. to um, the way it is by Bruce Hornsby in the range, and I think if you listen to those two tracks before listening to O Caroline, I think um, you'll appreciate it a bit more. In my humble opinion, good stuff. That good stuff. Comparison with Africa has made me feel like it's maybe the music theory question. The, the music theory question was it was to do with the I think the groove of what we were saying is there a because the, the drum pattern makes a song sort of go like is there a word for that that there that does sound waltz. like Africa <laughs> a waltz yeah I don't think it's a like the a nice shuffle yeah it's similar chords to um um that song somebody else oh is it yeah similar i think oh yeah yes there's only a finite amount of uh 
Well, chord progressions you can have. They do like using that. Those uh, four, six, one, uh, four, six, five. So you've got like oh, like there's pound, there's pound style, isn't it? If you're in C, it's like F, then A minor, then G. They use that all the time. There you go. Uh, Music theory, folks. Uh, Music theory. There you go. There you go. And, and that was the super late night. I'll be back for um, about about you. you. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I think a shuffle is probably like the. <laughs> that was awful. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, it's just I, I feel like the George Daniel sound is a shuffly drum. Mm. Um, but yeah, compared to Africa. Do, 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 do. I think <laughs> what makes that such compelling listening is that each instrument gets its moment. You know, like it goes do, 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 and then it's a different instrument that does the next yeah. part of the melody. Whereas maybe if this dropped things in and out like that, it would be more. I feel it does compelling. a bit of that. Like, yeah. like to me, the stuff does stick out like you get the nice piano in the verse you, you know the guitars there throughout you get those little like bass stabs in the chorus like yeah. i think if you if you pay attention to the to the groove of the song as lewis just said then like the you can the drums are really there i just think at the you know the i don't think it's greater than the sum of its parts that's the no, correct name. it's it's a weird one to talk about because everything you there's nothing you could complain about. It's so good, but it just doesn't slap. I think um, it's I like oh, it's it's got the aftertaste of water. You just go, oh, it's gone. <laughs> um, and I just interestingly, what other songs are the same? Because I want this about six ninety six BPM. It'll be around that. Um. I'd be interested to know what songs are Hey Soul Sister Single Ladies Back in Black Party in the USA Danny California Thrift Shop Californication is the same is around the same BPM Boys of Summer This Love Maroon 5 Jeez that feels like it's got way more like yeah, up and at them to it um, Icky Thump, Blank Space. Um, there's lots of Love on Top. Yeah, 90, 97 BPM, it's saying uh, I said 96, but we'll uh, agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think like <clears throat> there's just something, there's a little, there's a little lacking energy for me, I think. Um, yeah. Should we get I just can't put my finger on it though. Yeah. Let's do it. What's the tune that that guy plays afterwards, the acoustic one? Uh, Fade to Black by Metallica. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Metallica. Who featured on my... Uh, what's it called? Um in spotify festival um but i think what's happened with mine is that my gym playlist has infiltrated it and it's gonna 
which is kind of foreboding for my Spotify unwrapped. That yeah, you know, have Papa Roach been one of the artists on my ear, or is it always when I start my gym play- uh, playlist I press Last Resort? Who's well, I'd say? explain why Avicii uh, has made it to the top of your list. <laughs> um, R.I.P. I do think some gym music. I'm like, God, who is this for? Jeez. Mm. Um, right, let's do lyrics. Um, I don't think we're going to be here forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll start with the uh, just the general overview in the about section of Genius Lyrics. I love that we always steal Genius Lyrics. Like, they produce the content, we just read it out. But I think it's like usually in the top because what we do on the show is I don't some you know if something particularly stands out as particularly interesting I'll come in with the facts but I think it's nice just to get the opinion on it like I don't want to come in with like loads of this is this this is this do you know what I mean like, that information's out there mm. people can find it we're, we're here for the opinions um, so it's nice to read this pit out and then maybe that will then inform something we might have said. Um, the track has been described as deceivingly dark melodic pop anthem, and the lyrics are themed around all-consuming love. On the Spotify songs list, Matt Healy claims there is no namesake behind Old Caroline, despite previous speculation that the track subject was Caroline Flack. I don't know who thought that. Yeah. They've just literally gone, Caroline, a line about suicide. Um, Tim, Tim, Matty's dad, described it as his favourite song on the album well there we go uh oh what the artist said about the song the chorus of this song first came um oh caroline i want to get it right this time because you're always on my mind uh, it just felt really really universal i was like this doesn't have to be about me i was in manchester in my skinny jeans you don't have to have lived a story to write one caroline is whoever you want it to be and then maybe that oh hang on this this changes Caroline, ah, no, I was thinking that. You can change that name in your head. Sometimes we call songs like song songs because they can be covered by other people and still make sense. Well, getting cooked, I don't need it, would be a weird line for someone, but it's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> so is that what this song's about? Getting cooked? <laughs> I don't need it. You see, I feel like on this album, he seems to have wrote some normal songs and he's like, maybe I'll just change a couple of lines to be really, uh, yeah. really juvenile. <laughs> yeah, but I'm all for that. I like a bit of, you know, immaturity. Oh, yeah, so do I. I mean, we both got Blink-182 on our most, uh, most played bands, so. Exactly, yeah. I still laugh at farts. Um, so verse one is... I've been suicidal, you've been gone for weeks. If I'm undecided, will you decide for me? Babe, I'll do anything that you want to. I'll try anything you want to. I'll try because you're on my mind. There's no, yeah, there, there is no, uh, there's not going to be much to break down here. And I think maybe that is one of the reasons why it sort of detracts from the song a bit because maybe even the lyrics, it's all a bit, like too universal do you know what i mean like yeah in a song maybe like change of heart where you know 
um, like subject wise isn't necessarily too comparable but there's just lines in there that stick out so much like then you lit the wrong end of your cigarette took a picture of your yeah. salad and put it on the internet there's just specific lines in it that really stick out yeah because they're such great cultural references but subtle you know what i mean like yeah i thought it's kind of like what uh i feel family guy um made popular in uh like tv shows were you no know, like they would reference the the thing you get in your eye that you can't follow yeah. it's just always moving like that's just an everyday thing that everyone experiences mm. but you don't really discuss it you don't be like that's the thing that we all experience so the uh taking picture of salad and put it on the internet i feel like that's the equal you know that's if, if i'm going to be honest I think that's clever i prefer that but again, that's just like a small cultural reference that people do that's not really discussed that much. But when it's in a song, you're like, oh, yeah, that that's what we're like. Lighting the wrong end of your cigarette, that's something only a smoker could relate to. But there's so much subtext to it. It's like you're trying to be cool and you just completely fucked it up by yeah. lighting the wrong end of your cigarette. But yeah, this doesn't have any of that. I think maybe it's, it's very better just to pick out specific lines because, like, it, it is just a, yeah, it, it is just like a classic love song, I guess. Verse yeah. um, two, though, go on. I feel like the, um, the lyrics are just kind of like, a fleshed out melody i feel like obviously they just sat down going yeah i think so yeah. and then it's like what, what fits in that um yeah. whereas change your heart for example or part of the band i feel like there's it's more lyric forward like i want to get this line in and i will make the melody fit it maybe I think they might have done that before. Like, I think he said that he sort of like sang nonsense because they've got the lyric phrase in there and then they've yeah. got the lyrics. But maybe with this, maybe it was sort of, they wanted like a more natural thing to be like, this is what we've got. Let's, let's do the song rather than let's keep going. Let's keep going. So we get the lyrics. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like they've just reached that stage where they could probably just be a bit more relaxed about it. It, they, uh, this wouldn't have made it onto the first album because they'd be I'm saying that, I don't know, do I? Um, in my opinion, this wouldn't have made it on the first album because they'd be so desperate to prove what they're capable of mm. this would just not cut the mustard whereas, as we've said on previous podcasts, they've reached that stage now where they've proven what they can do, so they can be a bit more relaxed about it yeah i think verse two's a bit more there's a bit more to it yeah getting suicidal honest it's honestly not for me it's pretty funny like i didn't even realize that getting cooked i don't need it was uh i didn't realize that was a line Wait, i mean the getting suicidal honestly not for me i think that's just you know with the first line being i've been suicidal I, th I think the idea of the line is that like you know 
th- this is how you feel. You feel so strongly that this isn't you. I think that's the yeah. sort of that um, I'm getting on my nerves by getting on my knees, getting cooked. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do actually. I feel like the, this verse has raised the bar from the second, the first verse. There is more going on. So, Charles, you know, getting on, getting frustrated with yourself by not really being in fully control of your feelings, I suppose. Yeah. Getting cooked. I don't need it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's sort of. I, I do. I do like how casual those two lines are. The getting suicidal is honestly not for me. Like putting putting those like the way that those are phrased. Like, yeah, it cooked, makes it so I don't trivial, doesn't it? it? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't yeah. need it. Is such a conversational thing to say. Like, about something like getting cooked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's honestly um, not for me. It's kind of like, uh, like it's food. You know, like, it's how I feel about prawns. It's just like, it's not for me. And it, it's kind of like someone's like, just have a prawn. I'd be like, seriously, I don't yeah. like prawns. I don't need it. But, yeah, I don't need it. It's not honestly, honestly, it's not for me. I don't. Need so you're it. saying that in this song that getting cooked is comparable to you eating prawns? Well, no, it's getting suicidal. That's, it's honestly not for me. So I like that something as serious as killing yourself is going to be kind of trivialised as, uh, it's not for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. someone's brought the subject up as if it's an opinion-based thing. It's not for me. Yeah, I think it's sort of like, just looking at the annotation, it says here that maybe the, uh, if I'm undecided, will you decide for me line is what they are talking about is revealed in the second verse, which is getting cooked, which is, um, but I, uh, maybe, maybe that's to do with some, do, doing something that you don't really want to do because you like the person so much. I don't know. Yeah. There's not, there's not much passion in these lyrics for me. Like it's hard to kind of. Yeah. On a, a, a slight tangent though, I was listening to a podcast the other day. And it was just like, I can't remember what it was called. So like, why do we do that? So you just talk normal human behavior and kind of gave you a scientific and cultural reason behind it, such as why, why is smoking cool? You know, mm. um, but this one was why does heartbreak hurt or something along those lines. And it's been proven that uh, heartbreak does hurt and Taking paracetamol can help you overcome heartbreak. Wow. Yeah, isn't that funny? There you go, England fans tonight. Make sure you've got your paracetamol with you. Yeah. Topical. Although this episode is going out on Thursday, so it won't be topical at the time. You might need them right now. Um, I think in the, the bridge is interesting. The... Oh, I've tried to find another name a thousand times, but it's the only one that rhymes. Is Oh Caroline? Is that sort of meta being like? Because like in that quote, then he said that it could be any name; it doesn't matter what name it is. It's 
like you know it could be oh jane it's just that oh caroline is the right number of syllables that you wanted is that yeah. is that meta is he actually talking about the songwriting of the song um in it no i don't think i think it is but also it's not i feel like it's not meta in the way that song for anyone is that what it's called by the house martins you will know the song but it's the the gist of a song, song for, for anyone whoever by the beautiful whoever. yeah yeah that's the one uh the gist of it is just you know you can write a love song and it'll make a good subject make money so yeah i love you from the bottom of my pencil case because it's more like a a love song to the idea of a love song because it gives them work you know like we can yeah. write a song about a love song um i think the bridge is a bit more i'm giving maybe i'm giving it too much credit it's definitely meta but i feel like there's elements of romeo and juliet in there as well and that i've tried other names but they just don't hit me like yours does you know what i mean so i've tried falling in love with other people but i can't get you off my mind i think it's mm. a, to me i read it as a metaphor for like that Some, maybe this song should be listened and then immediately always on my mind by the pet shop boys afterwards maybe yeah Great tune. Well, we are in our Pet Shop Boys era, has no context closet players. So. Yeah. Um, you know that one of the Pet Shop Boys, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Are there two of them? Yeah, there's two of them. One of them was in Neighbours for a spell. Really? I say a spell. I mean, I mean, I literally mean like, you know, two minutes. But yeah, because Neighbours recently, uh, stop production didn't it so i saw like this video it was like neighbor's best moments or something like that and one of them was one of the pet shop boys turning up for two minutes brilliant again this is just an episode of laughing and learning yeah it certainly is ah uh, right i don't think i've got anything more to say about the lyrics have we got Beautiful. any annotations that we can just look at there? Not really. This line might seem goofy on the surface if you misinterpret it, but it's actually really clever. Northern names rhyming apart from Caroline, despite despite the protagonist's lengthy efforts to find another name that rhymes, is a metaphor for the much simpler fact that Caroline is simply the only person who he truly loves. Oh yeah, well, I said that. That's what I you said. You did say that. That's I swear the... I didn't read the annotation first. That's why we look at the annotation second. It is. Yeah, and I I said it was Shakespearean, so if anything, I feel like my comment more is credible. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, should we give a final thoughts on the song overall? Yes. Would you like to go first? I will. <laughs> it's really good, but it just doesn't jiggle my tits in the way I want it to. I listen to it, and every time I listen to it through, I'm like, yeah, this is really good. I'm enjoying it right now in the moment. But once it's over, it's over, and there's no lasting impression. And mm. if someone said, "What do you? Th what's your opinion on Oh Caroline? I would just say, I know, it, I, I, <laughs> I know I enjoy it. That's about it. Whereas other songs you can just 
I could talk about it with more passion and more depth. I feel like it's kind of a bit like a palate cleanser. In the, yeah. You know, like how you might have a sorbet between um, courses to just cleanse your palate and it's like no lasting taste. You're on for the next one. That's It just feels like a palate cleanser, but that doesn't feel like it gives it the credit it deserves. There's just no lasting impression, I think is what I'm saying. I think the if I was to be critical and sum it up, I would say it's good, but it doesn't go anywhere. And I think yeah. there's if it were, if I was to say that, I think it would underestimate a lot of what I think is good about it. Like I do think the instrumentation is great. I think that the chorus is like it is catchy. I think the yeah. production's so good. Um, you know, I think it's that a lot of the stuff on this album feels really live everything can feel a bit kind of textured whereas this has got probably more of like its cleanest production maybe i think um so and that is like <clears throat> undeniably really good really interesting to listen to i just think in terms of the songwriting i just don't think there's that much there with it and again relative bar um i think the going through the lyrics then like there's only a couple of them that really stand out and it does seem like a bit of filler. I, I just think that the popularity of the song and the initial reaction came because of how familiar some of the elements were. And it is a good, like, it is good. It is objectively a good song. I just, yeah. subjectively to me, there's just not much I can get behind. I think there's there's other songs with more drive that are catchier, that are way more, like, radio-friendly singles that we'll get onto next week. And then there are songs that I just think are a lot more clever. I think there's the production's more interesting. I think the songwriting itself is way more interesting. Like last week, like part of the band. So like, it's not really hitting any particular camp for me. It's just kind of, it's just a decent song amongst the album. Yeah. I feel like this is the opposite to um, Notes on a Conditional Form. I feel like with Notes, we went into the songs less optimistic if you get what i mean than when we came out i feel like we came out of them enjoying them more than we expected to because when you're listening to them you're really picking them apart you're like actually there's so much depth to this it's got loads going on therefore i like it more whereas this it just yeah it just doesn't go anywhere i just feel it's quite flat despite being really good yeah i think it, it, it's just a baseline quality level like they you know there were songs on notes where you you've obviously got opinions and stuff to say because of how weird some of it were mm. this isn't is is the opposite it's just so normal it's just so yeah baseline quality level there's almost not much to say it's like oh yeah that's this is our 1975 song like undeniably it is whereas like shiny collarbone you're like is that a 1975 song but there's so many elements of it where you could be like, what's going on here then? Yeah. Yeah. Um, although no such qualms next week because it is I'm in love with you, uh, which I really like. I think that'll be a good one to talk about. I think this is like, I'm in love with you to me is like this plus personality and catchiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just got a bit more about it but we'll save those thoughts for next week 
We shall, and thank you everyone for listening to the show. Um, we are at the nine seventy five pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to email us, it's positiveplayerpod at gmail dot com. Um, we will be back next Wednesday talking about I think I'm in love with you. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, my socials are Josh William without the vowels, and my socials are at Junior, but it's not spelled in the traditional way. Absolutely not. It is spelled J-E-W-K-N-W-E-O-R. That is Juliet, Echo, Whiskey, Kilo, November, Echo, Echo, Oscar, Romeo. Oh, if you want that broken down into its phonics. When did this even begin? When did this start being a thing? You just did it. Well, you uh, yeah, well, just did it one time. There we, there we go. It just, I just thought to myself, when did I start doing this? But anyway, if you want that broken down to its phonics, that would be Jew, like a follower of the Jewish religion. Knee, like the bending of your leg. And finally, or, as in Oregon, where The Simpsons is apparently set. No. Yep. It's Illinois or Missouri, isn't it? No, Matt Groening has said it's Oregon. Whoa! I thought it. I thought it. Yeah, I thought it was Illinois or Missouri. No. There's definitely a Springfield in Illinois. Yeah, there's a Springfield bloody everywhere, isn't there? Well, that's the idea. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Maybe we'll have to Google that. But I'm saying it's Oregon. I'm saying Illinois. I'm because Springfield, Illinois, is very wait. Hang on, let me just zoom out. Springfield, Illinois is like pretty much central Midwest. It's like right in the middle of Illinois. It's right in the middle of that whole region. So I thought it was that. And it's next to Missouri as well. Right, well, that's that episode. Um... We'll be back next Wednesday. Yes, it shall be. Yeah, next Wednesday where we'll be talking about I'm in love with you. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye. And it's goodbye goodbye from from him. him.